Hi, everybody, and welcome to Therefore a Geek, episode 159. I'm Andrew. And my fingernails are caked in paint, like what, covered. What have you been painting? I have actually gotten back into painting miniatures, mm. like this weekend. And little did I know. So first, I tried to resurrect all my dried-up Games Workshop paints, Citadel paints from, like, 20 years ago. Yeah, that didn't work. It didn't work. No, I threw out. No, a, I actually threw out a whole bunch about two weeks ago. Oh, really? Yeah, I just threw out a bunch of the last night. Many of them had the letter M written on them. That's right. They were marks. Uh <laughs> Yeah, they were marks. But uh, some of them were actually salvageable. And then I went to the hobby store to buy new ones. And I wrote a list of all the uh, paints that I needed. And it turns out some time ago, because I have not painted anything in possibly 11, uh, seven years, they've changed all the names. They have. And they've changed the types, too. They've got, they've got like, base paint, layer paint, air paint, shading paint. I'm like, I don't know what these are now. I was yeah. just staring at the fucking display like a, like I had like a, 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 a fucking lobotomy done. And finally, I just, all right, so you know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to buy a bunch of paint sets and just call it a day. That works. So, yeah, I just started I started painting just last night. Partially, and I, and I even bought a, something to prime. Remember that uh, USS Missouri that I bought in 2011? Vaguely. Yeah, well, I mean, when, I, I, I guess I wouldn't expect you because you and I went to, like, a hobby store uh, a while ago. It was, like, my first year in Virginia. Yeah. And uh, I bought this USS Missouri model from Tiyama, and I never built it, and even prime it. So I primed it Friday. So I'm, I am going to I am going to build that fucking thing. Yeah, I've got a couple that I've, I've found in the mood that I need to finish building plus all of my the Gundams I haven't touched <laughs> Gundams well no I've got like I, well, I've got like four or five that I'm about half finished with like I need to finish putting on stickers or need to do panel lines or something and mm. then I've got probably about seven that I haven't built at all so once I get some once I get some workspace squared away I'll start messing around with those that'll be fun so anyways, this week we are going to be talking about uh, San Diego Comic-Con and especially the the various trailers and announcements that have been coming out of San Diego. Woo! Because it is San Diego and a lot of big announcements come out of San Diego. Yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, it's always kind of fun like all right, like what's going on? Like I had to go like fix my my um my news feed app because it was like I was looking I was like I'm in the middle of San Diego Comic-Con and you're not showing me comic book stuff. Obviously right. I am I, obviously I have set this up wrong. So and it, it basically I hadn't used it in so long it was like, well, I know what your preferences are, but since you haven't used this in a while, I'm going to ignore them. She's just going to lie about re I'm going to recommend this to you. I don't I don't want to see this. No, yeah, you do. We're going to show like, it to you. It's like funny YouTube videos. Have I ever looked up funny YouTube videos on this app? No. Okay, then. Let's, let's try Let's try on fucking ourselves. But speaking of YouTube, though, I did spend uh, quite a bit of time this morning catching up on, on various YouTube trailers. Yeah. There's some uh, There's some good stuff coming, and then there's some less good stuff coming. Really cringy, oh my god, can't believe they made that stuff. All right, so probably the biggest two are coming out of uh, DC and Warner Brothers. And that is Shazam and Aquaman. So before we start here, dude, you said you said you were you're pretty excited for Shazam. All right, so I'll say this much: watching the Shaz the Shazam trailer, I was pretty much on board with that because it had to me it had kind of like a kick-ass feel to it. Uh, it didn't look like it took itself that seriously. And I was actually last night, Baruch and I were watching it, and he is way more into the comics than I am. 
and he was like he's like hey they're getting this right hey they got this right this is good i'm into this like so it looks like fans of this character and fans of dc are getting what they want yeah and it's not the the standard dc snyder universe we've been seeing which is nice mm-hmm. it does look funny that's the thing is it, it looks really looks, funny it does look funny i'm curious what if any overlap they're gonna have with the the snyder films uh, yeah i mean i there's like little references in like the superman batman references are in the trailer like really up front yeah but i'm talking about like are we going to see kind of connections to what they're going to be doing in the future and how that kind of fits in because we already kind of have the flash as kind of the the kind of comic relief smart talking comic relief right so i, I am curious to see how they pull that one off but overall I, and people were asking me like who who are these people in it who's in it well i look i don't a lot of these people at least the the main cast i don't recognize i don't i've not seen them in anything before i, I probably ha- haven't seen anything before i don't recognize them from anything else i will say it, the rock is listed as the black as black adam so i'm pumped about that yeah although there was no evidence of black adam at all in that trailer not in the trailer I, but i had that's one of the things i had to go look up because we were because i was someone uh brooke was asking me say like, hey 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 did, is black how is Rock going to be the Black Adam? I was like, is, is he? And then when I looked up the cast, sure enough, at least on the Google page, I don't see it in the IMDb page. He was listed as Black Adam. Well, so that was that was something that was going Which on for a, for a long time. I don't know that that's actually a thing. I know, like, originally when they were planning Shazam, it was like, yeah, yeah, you know, the Rock's going to be yeah, Black now, Adam. Now I don't see it, but I, I swear to you, I saw it last night on the Google page. This but, is weird. Although, and, and as much as I want to see Black Adam, I kind of don't. Why not? Um... Really, the yeah, reason he's listed. there he is. He's listed. If you go to Google, he hits Shazam, like right on the right. There he is. He's the first well, Dwayne Dwayne Johnson, Black Adam. It's, I'm not crazy, but no, you're not crazy. But I don't know that it, it's actually. I don't know that it's actually going to be. I think the reason I don't want to see it though is that's kind of like the Marvel formula, right? Your first your first outing as a hero, as a solo hero, you kind of face off against the the negative version of yourself, right? Right, and that's basically what Black Adam is. And I kind of. Oh, okay. And I would, and I'm kind of just don't want to see that. Like I don't want to see DC go down that route. As critical as I have been of DC, I want them to do their own thing, not copy Marvel. Right, uh, but unfortunately, we are in the age of the copycats, and, and DC is, has basically been done so shitty. I am not surprised. While I sympathize with your position, I am not surprised if they do that. That's where they'll go. Yeah, unfortunately, I think that's going to be. I think that the overall effect is going to be bad for comic books, comic book films. Mm-hmm. I would agree. Yeah, I would agree. Nevertheless, I do really like The Rock, so I am curious to see oh, how he does this. Don't get me wrong. I want to see The Rock as Black Adam. I just don't want them to do it now right yeah right now right no i, I understand i understand um yeah zachary levy as shazam i don't know who this guy is i don't think so apparently he was in thor the dark world it looks like he does a lot of voice work he was in chuck I'm trying to like i have Jurassic lego was a lot of television like I, I know the name i don't think i've i've yeah i could immediately connect him with anything and obviously the young cast i'm not gonna know uh, the only ones that i really recognize are guys like mark strong who's been around forever right he's basically the bad guy in everything uh and great good for him so yeah i just watching this trailer i was pretty pumped about this one so yeah this seems like it could be fun now what about aquaman it, 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 um yeah i don't know I look. Here's the thing. I really like Jason Momoa. I think you and I have been fans of his for a good long while. Yes. And he has popped up in stuff. Although I am liking this redhead. Like she's all right. Um. I do like the I end mean, of the, the end of the trailer. Did she just jump out with a parachute? Redheads. Yeah, what can you redheads. do? 
Yeah, like, I, I also kind of like the sense of humor I'm seeing. I li- Again, Jason Momoa is, I, I've really, boy, that hair's red. Like, I really do like him. I've liked him since he did Conan in 2011, even though I don't think anyone, I don't think you, anyone other than you and I liked that film. I mean, I liked it because of Jason Momoa, because I liked him from Stargate Atlantis. Right. I, I liked it because of him, and I just liked because it, it did feel like it did a Conan movie. It was like, this yep. is great. This is a lot of fun. I mean, great. it's not perfect, but yeah, so who cares? I, look, um, I don't know how to feel about this one, because it does look silly but try but trying to be serious i'm not really sure there's a lot of like you know submarines getting thrown around and him catching trident it is kind of funny how like his look is very different from all the other atlanteans yeah it's like almost like he doesn't fit in maybe that's done on purpose uh yeah i I mean the whole thing with like the battle the big epic battle at the end we're we're doing that i mean with shark calvary (laughs) i mean and what appear to be mosasaurs so you got an underwater battle like i mean that's a mosasaur that that was from it's like they were like hey jurassic world did that let's let's add him uh i don't know how i feel about this I don't know. I, I really don't. It, I mean, like, I like. Listen, him, by your t- by your tone of voice, there is a lot of you that wants to like this, and part Barbie of you, and the other the other half of your brain is telling you that no, that's a stupid idea. This looks really. It's like, <laughs> like hey, this is kind of cool. The other part, like, you know, this looks stupid. And, and it's like, yeah, this looks stupid. <laughs> so really, I mean, and it's James uh, Wan who I I recognize that name. I know he's done. I think I bet you he's the Fast and the Furious and Star Trek Beyond guy. Uh, I don't think so. Just, oh no, he he's the Conjuring guy. That's okay. That's he did something different. else. So good. Saw. He was one of the writers on Saw. Oh, he did do Fat. He did Furious Seven. He did Furious Seven. He is Fast and Furious. He's not the Star Trek guy. That was wrong. Uh, Conjuring Two, Furious Seven, Insidious. He's mostly horror. I think this is uh, the guy they they tapped to be be the new head. The new head of like, creative creative stuff. Yeah. The, when they when they can Zack Snyder, I think this is this is the guy they hired as his replacement. Not okay. not 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 strictly for Aquaman, but for like the DC universe. Right. Right, I understand. Um, yeah, I don't remember. I mean, I, I'm kind of excited. It looks good, like like mm-hmm. visually. You know, I mean, maybe yeah, they just look a little slick. It looks pretty slick. Um, yeah, we'll see kind of how the plot goes and whatnot. I did like also like the the beginning where like the older kids are making fun, like picking on him for like, oh, you can talk to fish. Right. You know, it was like the whole, the standard fanboy joke, and then all the fish are like turning yep. to like fuck people up. Right, but then at the same time you're like, yeah, you're still behind glass. Right. And by the way, I mean, as cool as that little ditty was, there's no fucking way a sand tiger shark is breaking that glass with its face. Well, no. <laughs> it's just not, like, no. But it was, it, yeah, it did have a kind of a nice look to it. I will say that, I'll give it that. But who who the hell knows? I I am more curious to see if fans will turn out for this one. Yeah, I mean... And part of, part of it's like, you know, do you remember... you? you I don't know if you used to watch this, but I, I used to watch Entourage a lot, and it it does kind of make me laugh that that vi- the character Vincent Chase, Adrian Green's character in that show, got famous from doing Aquaman. Right. And now we're actually getting Aquaman. Right. That does that part of me does find that kind of funny. Oh yeah, no, but like with with it, like it's a, it's definitely a good question that yeah, will fans turn out for it? My concern was like, is it going to look like the rest of the DC universe, which is just a look I've gotten so tired of. Right, and it, I don't think it does. I think I think it's got. No, a, sir, I don't think so. Either. I think it's got enough of the Zack Snyder aesthetic to be like, okay, this is still the same universe. We haven't like done a clean reboot, right. but it's not like you know, it's it's not still going quite down the same path. Like, there's definitely been a, a course change here. Sure, yeah, and that was inevitable. Inevitable, and I think and necessary. I mean, yeah, they they were just not they were not turning people out. Yeah, it still has that kind of goo. So certainly, the Atlant- I'll say this much: going back and watching again, the scenes underwater look more Zack Snydery than, say, the scene where the redhead jumps out of the plane. Yeah. 
Well, you know, what, you know what it reminded me a little of is the trailer for Valerian. Uh, okay. Which you know, it was like real slick looking. You kind of go, looks really good. Yeah, but what the fuck is this? About? Right, but what it's, what's it actually gonna? It, I think kind of what's going to tell is the second trailer, whatever, whenever that comes out. Right, right. You know, because the first trailer's like, hey, look, Aquaman. Right. And the second one's like, all right, now we're going to tease the plot some so you, like, come see the goddamn movie. Right, at least they've, like, set up the villain this time. We're not going into a DC movie going, who the fuck is the villain and why do I care? At least we're getting that right out of the way. It's like his his brother. Okay. Right. Your brother's doing terrible things to the kingdom. Okay, I know this. I know this general storyline then. Got it. Right, let's right. go. Okay, it's, all, <laughs> this, it's all I need. This, this is, this is like, Robin Hood. Know. This is, yeah. Every ancient Greek story all the time. It's, we got it. It's not like Justice League where it's like, it's Steppenwolf. Who? <laughs> like, the band? Yeah, right. That was, why are they? Okay. That's just, uh, yeah. Yeah, so, okay. So, yeah, DC, trying to make a comeback. At least uh, they're, you're off to a decent enough start. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't like Suicide Squad where I watched the trailer and went, oh, fuck me. Okay, so those are the big ones for you. The big one for me was Godzilla. This this one was the big thing for me uh, so, because I did enjoy the 2014 Godzilla. I had some problems with it. I thought sure. there was not enough Godzilla. I mean, especially the Hawaii sequence where Godzilla shows up and then they cut away. Why would I, that's always baffled me? And I, I actually don't know if if there was a scene filmed where he he did fight the Muto for a little bit and they and they just didn't use it but that always drove me crazy because it kind of broke the godzilla kind of um rhythm of he shows up fights the monster and then and then they they have like a they take a break from each other and then they have their final fight at the end it's almost every movie they do that it's just it's just the standard fare for those for those kind of films and the fact that we hadn't seen a respectable godzilla in an american context ever and a respectable godzilla in god knows how long it, this was important and i that's been my biggest beef oh other oh, overall though the film was still pretty darn enjoyable this one and i'll say this the original godzilla trailer really did a great job of building it up kind of taking a page from the cloverfield putting a lot of mystery in it right there's no mystery in this one like at all it's very uh dare i say superhero-y uh marvel-esque avenger-esque of the trailer is showing whoa it's mothra whoa it's rodan whoa it's king Ghidorah. Oh, there's Godzilla. Like, there's just, they're all here. You have to like this movie, right? Very destroy all monsters, uh, all monsters attack style movie here. The justification, you know, is a bit, so basically what we went from was the first Godzilla was, we're going to take this kind of serious. This is going to be a monster movie if the world were real. Now, this obviously looks like we are doing Godzilla schlock. We're going right into Godzilla schlock. It is, the world is full of monsters and they fight each other and and they destroy things, and you've got a little girl who has some sort of connection to them. That is standard Godzilla schlock. So we've gone right into it, and uh, I'm still kind of okay with it. I mean, it's obvious, again, from the beginning, like, this lady scientist is clearly the bad guy, and she's going to unleash the monsters to punish humanity, which is strange because it's a slightly weird kind of anti-environmentalist extreme uh, environmental extremist position that the first Godzilla sort of had and it's interesting to see that they've carried that theme over um not saying I dislike it it's just interesting that they've they've stuck with it uh the big question is where does King Kong fit in all of this so is this do we know if this is actually a sequel to it absolutely is yeah 
to, to the first Godzilla? Yes. Yeah. Yes. 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 This is this is this is absolutely a sequel to the the 2014 Godzilla. So the the story, the way this is going to play out is they're going to do this one is a setup for Kong versus Godzilla, which comes out. It's supposed to come out like 2022 or something. I'm not even sure that's going to work. Just looking at the trailer, like the entirety of the planet is destroyed. I know. I know. Like I everything is on fire. I get. Yeah. I. I I like it, but that's what I was thinking. It's like, where does Kong fit in this? Because you've basically blown everything up. It's like the Lego movie where you're like, whoa, this got out of hand. I'm not planning because this is what I've always wanted was ju- is cities getting smashed to bits. The sequence, uh, if you go back where Rodan is flying over what appears to be DC and they've got like the anti-aircraft guns going at it, like that looks cool. I, I Here's the thing. I was worried about Rodan because I you're always like, crap, how are they going to pull this this one off? But I it looks pretty darn cool. Uh it's just a, as a Godzilla monster movie fan, I'm I actually am excited to see this one. I I'm okay with the tonal shift, but I just now I have to mentally prepare for that tonal shift. I don't know if I don't know how other audiences will respond to this. I'm curious to see mm. how. Again, it's one of those things where I don't. I'm pumped about this. I know the very small Godzilla fan base should be okay with this. I don't know how the general public will respond. I just I, it's it's such a big mystery to me. Also, I just I. I thought the music for the trailer was like misplaced. They're using Claire de Lume like a um, with a chorus, and it seemed to it didn't quite strike with the visuals very well. I didn't know what they were going for. I don't I don't know. What did you think? I mean, I enjoyed. I, I think the the various monsters that they showed looked good. But yeah, I was kind of at, at the end. I was kind of like, hey, I didn't did I could not tell if this was some kind of sequel or not. And then I was just like, well, now we're, where are we going from here? Like it yeah, looks like I, the entire uni- it looks like the entire planet Earth is laid waste. Yes. So like now what? Right. It's whatever comes. It's Kong that's coming next, but it's like in what context? It was nice. Also, it was nice to see Tyrion Lannister. Yeah. I like that actor. I do too. Like, no, he's, he's a very strong actor. Um, but yeah, there just better be more Godzilla in this one. That's well, really, that's my big beef here. Is there better be more Godzilla? I mean, my thing was just like, okay, like if we want to make a franchise out of this. Like, it feels like we're jumping a little bit too far ahead here, and we've got you know we're destroying the planet, and it's like, yeah, he's like, like Kong's in there somewhere, but it's like I'd forgotten about Kong, so I didn't really care. But I was like, okay, yeah. Kong, like whatever. But it was just like, are we just gonna have to like reboot after this? I don't know. That's I. I don't think so. I mean, I know for certain they're not because we're going to do Kong and Godzilla if this one does well. That was the setup. That was the setup at the end of Kong of Skull Island. Sure. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, unless I unless they just decide to, like, leave the two universes completely separate. Like, Godzilla is just going to show up in the other one. Like, there'll be a sequel to Kong, but it won't be related. Right. Or there'll be a sequel to Kong with Godzilla that, you know, people set in the 80s that d- doesn't involve blowing up entire cities. Yeah. Who knows? I don't know. Um, but you're right. It was like the, the, the amount of destruction is like, okay. Like, you're going to blow up all the cities? Like, at least in the first one, you smashed San Francisco, which left a few cities. You know, you still have a few to blow up. This one looks like you blew up all of them. Right. Which is what you did in, 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 in Destroy All Monsters. That was the whole point of that movie in the 60s was that each monster picked a city and smashed it, which is great. But you're right. I do. I, I take your point that, like, okay, what, what next? This is kind of like, you know, even Marvel saved Thanos killing half the universe for their 20th film right or whatever it was i see that i see that point but we're nevertheless right i don't need 20 I, films but like i like no, i, I like that. godzilla enough that i want it like a couple more before we like reboot yeah save a city or two for him to smash yeah 
I hope I, we'll see. I mean, maybe if they just blow up two or three, who the hell knows? Because you, you see, we obviously see Mothra, we see Ghidorah, we see Rodan, we see King Kong, uh, and we see Godzilla. There's a fourth one that I don't, or fifth one that I didn't recognize that the little girl reaches out and touches. Yeah, kind of look like a giant snapping turtle. Right, and I don't know what that is. I would have to do some research on that because everything else I was kind of picking up as I went along. My first inclination was, tell me that's Gamera, right? Like, because it, like you're right, it looks like a turtle, but Gamera had giant fangs. That was that's not mothra because you're right it has its reptilian i don't know what it is yeah i I, who knows if there's more than just the primary four that we see which is godzilla mothra rodan and Ghidorah. you know i don't know what that fifth one was it it could be a baby version of something no idea i i'd have to i'm sure somewhere on youtube someone's explained what that already is yeah so so the other one i was really excited about uh is that they've announced that clone wars is coming back Yes, I was actually interested. So that's going to be a film, right? Or a feature length or not a movie, but like a television movie or something. I don't know. But so I was really disappointed because I didn't really watch it at the time. But like season six, they cut like halfway through. So there's like Netflix, like put out what was there and then some partially completed episodes. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I really would have liked to have seen like where they were going to go with it and things. And, and part of it is just that, you know, this happened right as Disney bought Lucas mm-hmm. and Disney wanted to go do their own animated film or animated show, mm-hmm. which was Rebels, which is also very, very good. Um, but I really wish they'd kind of finished out Clone Wars and given it, given it a more concise ending. And uh, I'm excited to see this. I, and the trailer was just really cool. Um, so I guess it's a big reveal that the girl, the red, I, what's her name, Ahsoka, that she's alive? No. No, it's not a big reveal. Okay. No, because she was in Rebels. Oh, okay. Which takes place uh, about, I think Rebels starts about 10 years before the Battle of Yavin. Got it. Okay. Um. So yeah, but it, like, I'm just, I'm excited because it looks like a lot of fun and I really enjoy that show. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we'll kind of see, uh, we'll see what they do. I don't actually know if it's like a feature, a feature length or whatnot. Okay, yeah, we'll keep, we'll keep an eye on that. I, I, I have to admit, I, I, I haven't watched either of those shows that you mentioned, and I thought that redhead, that red alien, was killed in Revenge of the Sith, but evidently not. No, that's a different, uh, different, it's, it's a di- same different race, red. different character. Got it. Okay, never mind then. Um, the other one is that uh, Star Trek Discovery put out their trailer for season two, mm. and that'll be fun too. I got to catch up with that. I think there are parts you'll really enjoy. I think there are parts you'll, you'll kind of be whatever about. Um, Rain Wilson as Harry Mudd is pretty spectacular. I do want to try that out. Um, he's in a couple of episodes. Um, so, like, season, the trailer for season two is out. Um, they have, uh, they are introducing uh, Captain Pike mm-hmm. and uh, the crew of the Enterprise. Spock is, I think, tangentially involved. See, this is the kind of stuff that starts to worry me. Is like, I'm okay with them. You know, I wasn't thrilled with a prequel series. I would really like them to move forward in the timeline, but fine. They're going to do prequel series. And this is the part that worried me was they had, didn't do this really much in Discovery as far as I could tell, which was mess with what was established in OTS. No. Now that they're starting to touch it, I'm a little concerned. They mess with it a little bit in that um, the the primary character, Michael Burnham, mm-hmm. is basically was basically a foster child raised by Spock's parents. Right, 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 right. which I, I, I found a little weird. It is. Um, it's kind of fun to see like the char- get more of the character Sarek, though. Sure. Because we get him in um, the original Star Trek a little bit. We get him in the films, and then we get him in Next Generation. He's in, what, two episodes of Next Gen and uh, two episodes of OTS? Yeah, and then at least two films. Yeah, but 
bri- he's briefly in Undiscovered Country. And he's briefly in... The other one. I think he's briefly in 4 and 5. Okay. He's just kind of there. Right? I, I get it. Yeah, so it's, it's nice to, to get that character expanded a little bit. Sure. Um, but from what, I, from what I get from the trailer, like, you know, Spock is somehow connected to, like, whatever the, the big mystery for the season is. Right. They're, they've already handled the mirror universe stuff. Yeah. Okay. So whatever the big mystery is, Spock's kind of connected to it. But, like, Spock ran off to go, like, investigate it. Mm-hmm. So I don't think he's going to be in, like, a significant portion of the series. I think he'll he'll make appearances, but, like, not right. not a lot. Or or he'll make appearances, you know, they'll show, like, what's hey, this is what's going on on Discovery. And then over here, this is Spock. Do you think do you think they would get Zachary Quinto to make short cameos as Spock because it's all Paramount? I don't know. Or is it in a different? It's a different timeline. We're in the prime timeline. So we're in the prime. Not. We're in the prime timeline, but it's about it's about the same time that the first Star Trek reboot was. Mm-hmm. So that's why I'm asking. I don't know. It could. They yeah, they certainly could. Possible. I don't know. I feel like they've announced a casting for Spock, and I just don't remember who. Okay. Uh, let's look it up real quick. Sure. We we do get more Doug Jones, and I enjoyed I enjoyed him a lot. IMDb is not listing anybody for Spock, so. Uh, yeah, I I see Spock mentioned twice on the Wikipedia page, and it's not not mentioning if he's casted. Yeah, they are going to follow up some more with the uh, the Klingon storylines they set up though. Right, that feels like that's going to be a much more longer arc. Yeah, I guess one of the one of the main characters they set up uh, is going to is now going to be the Klingon Chancellor. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I'm excited for Discovery. I, I watched it, you know, regularly. Becky and I both have really enjoyed it, so looking forward to that. Um, did you watch the trailer for the new trailer for Fantastic Beasts? I did. I kind of wish Tracy was still on the show because she can explain to me why I should be excited about this. Because I'm not. I'm just not. I don't care. Just I'm so past Harry Potter. It's I just no, there was nothing there for me. This was this was one of the kind of bleh, don't care. See, I'm a little bit more interested in this one. It's like I watched the first Fantastic Beast and was kind of like meh about it. Yeah, I was super underwhelmed uh, also. And what I, what I'm kind of hoping here is that uh, on this one, like it seems it seems certainly darker and not like some of the other Harry Potter. Like when the Harry Potter started getting darker, but it was like just I don't. It was more. It wasn't like action kind of darker it was just kind of like now we're going to be more dramatic instead of like fun and kid lighthearted. sure you know and here's the thing i, I think this like i think I, this one's going to have some good like wizards fucking each other up right and like i don't know part of me maybe it's just harry potter fatigue that i was not the biggest fan of those harry potter films set in a school it's just I, it, there really wasn't much there offered for me that, that doesn't pull the levers of my interest but on paper, the Fantastic Beasts would be really right up my alley. And I don't know if it's just that I have fatigue. I'm really lukewarm on this cast, aside from Jude Law, who I've always enjoyed as an actor. But I'm watching this, and I'm just going, okay, fine. I mean, the, I, Eddie Redman, I've kind of am not interested in. The girl, I can't remember the actress's name with the, with the funny teeth. She was in Alien Resurrection. Not a huge fan of hers. Johnny Depp has worn out his welcome years ago. So I there's just very little here that I am gravitating towards. Yeah, I mean, I'm not really excited about Johnny Depp, but I do... Jude Law looks like he's doing a really good job. Yeah, he's Um, really the only thing that would would really drag me into seeing this film. I don't don't have a whole lot of, like, I don't have strong feelings about Eddie Redmayne one way or another. Like, I just kind of don't care. So... It's like, all right, Eddie yeah. Redmayne. Sure, sure. Uh, yeah. But this one, at least, I think this one looks more interesting than the last one. Because the last one got looked cut, what ended up being, to me, kind of boring. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. Yeah, it was. So. Because it was. <laughs> Try to think uh, real quick. Um, 
there were a couple other things fantastic dragon ball z brawly I think this is kind of cool because in the so Dragon Ball Z had this really long television series, but there was a bunch of movies, many of which I didn't see. And Brawly, I think it appeared in a few of them, and he was like this other Super Saiyan who was like disgustingly powerful. Well, he's like so, he was supposed to be like the legendary Super Super Saiyan because like right. like the Super Saiyan was like some kind of legend. Like there's only ever supposed to be like one of them, and they were like this great amazing sure, power. Like Seventeen of them, yeah, right, yeah. So now they've got a new one with him. I, that that looks kind of cool. Looks like there's going to be an Invader Zim television movie. Awesome. Um, yeah, we, we both we do. Saw... We both love some Invader Zim. Yeah, um, Overlord, which appeared at one point to be like um, another Dunkirk, turns out to be Nazi zombie soldiers or mutant zombie soldiers in France. Okay, uh, very pulpy, comic book-esque. Yeah, okay, that looks like it could be fun. Uh, and then, I don't know. I don't know what the hell Assassination Nation is. I don't care. Did we, did we talk about Titans? Oh, we, we should really talk briefly about Glass and Titans because those are... Uh, yeah, I mean, so we, we haven't, we haven't talked about those yet, so... Cringy as fuck. I don't know what... I watched it last night with Baruch, and he was kind of commentating it. I just... I... I mean, so apparently it's going to stream on a, D, a DC streaming service or something. Yeah, I think it's, you know, like a lot of the, the, the entertainment companies are going towards now is, you know, their, their own their streaming. Own streaming They're seeing how well, okay. like, you know, Netflix is it doing. Just, right. And here's the thing. I watch it. Okay, so it's obviously not the Teen Titans because they're all grown up. At least most of them look grown up. But to me... It had the production value of like a CW show, of like a of a Vampire Diaries or a. No, that's that's exactly what they're going for. Specifically, what's the one I'm thinking of? Shadowhunters. Uh, Watch that Shadowhunters. No, because I, I, I mean I, I don't have cable anymore, so I really don't. But like, yeah. No, but that's what they're going for. So like, Marvel has come out with a couple of shows like that. One on Hulu, Runaways, which I actually really enjoyed. Uh, I still need to finish it, but and then they're doing um, on Freeform which is basically like a CW kind of thing. They're doing uh, Cloak and Dagger. So it's very mm -hmm. angsty teen drama. Mm -hmm. um, so this is this is DC's answer to that. Yeah, angsty, hot, really hot right. young adults. That's just, that's what Shadow, that's just what I think of when I watch Shadowhunters. It's just, uh, look at us, we're all freaking, everyone in that show is freaking hot. Right. Now, to Titan's credit, it didn't look like that was the case, but it still had that same to me those things are super cringy so i don't know uh, maybe maybe it'll be popular maybe it, it well obviously it looks like they're going with a harder angle though with that with robin just fucking ending dudes that took me by surprise did that take you by surprise so i had heard that they were going with that i, I had not been made aware of this ahead but of time. but i mean we'll, we'll see how it fits in sure you know if we're gonna be like angsty teenage drama mixed with game of thrones level violence <laughs> you know what you might get me to watch that <laughs> it might i might do that Especially if they're all hot. So what they're about Shadow Hunt? They're Shadow Hunter level hot. I might watch that. Fair. Um. So what about uh? What about Glass? What do you think? I don't know what to think about Glass. I saw Unbreakable a really long time ago. I thought it was silly. I saw Split on an airplane. Thought it was okay. It's like watching watching this now. It looks like this is if if M Night Shyamalan got a hold of a Marvel film, what it would kind of look like. But it's I don't I don't know. So a part of me is going. I don't remember enough of this to go. Do they really have superpowers or? Are they all just crazy because again it's Shyamalan so you don't quite know so at the end of Unbreakable Bruce Willis definitely has 
He definitely does. I don't remember. Super superpowers to some some degree. Okay. Um. Uh. Samuel Jackson's character is he's got doesn't have any superpowers. He's got the really brittle bone disease, which is an actual thing. Uh. And then right. he's just right. like kind Super of evil smart. genius crazy. Right. But now it looks like he's a good guy. No. 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 He's they. I think so. Somewhere somewhere in there that like they've all been looks like they've all been arrested. Right. And they're in um in some kind of prison treatment. Right. No. Basically from American Horror Story. No, basically he's trying to like he's trying to get out and like be super villain again. Oh, okay. So I mean, conceptually I like this guy. I actually really liked Unbreakable. I think it's probably the only only thing that fucking Ding Dong has ever done that I I enjoyed. Right, yeah. Um Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of Ding Dong either. I mean it's just he's done very few things I've liked, I think. And, and he's done certain things that are just ridiculously overrated. Yeah, I would agree. Um I don't yeah, I mean but it like, is, I like the actress, the girl from Split, the, the brunette from Split that survived. I like her. I like Jay Matt. I love Bruce Willis. It's nice to see Bruce Willis again and Sam Jackson. It's just, I don't know. Watching this, it's like, uh, um, okay, what are we doing here? Again, I, I mean, I, I really... I'm, they've been talking about doing the sequel for years, and like, sure. I'm looking forward to it, but like, what, what's throwing me for a loop is James McAvoy. Really? I just don't know what, like, what the fuck is his character supposed to be or supposed to be doing? Like, what's his superpower other than being psychotic? Yeah, and and yeah, jumping we'll around, jumping out. around like some kind of animal. Right, the beast. Maybe he really is going to be a, a beast. Is is Blumhouse doing this one? Because Blumhouse did Split, if I remember correctly. I uh, know. I want to say it's Shyamalan. His own production company? I think so. Because when he, he split was with, uh, okay, no, it's it's uh, Disney. It's Buena Vista. Hmm. Buena Vista International, Blinding Edge Productions, and Blumhouse. Okay, so Blumhouse is going to be, because split was done with Blumhouse. That's why it was so successful is because he did it for like five bucks, and it made it made a lot of money. And it's going to be distributed by Universal Pictures Walt, and Walt Disney. Did not see that coming. Sarah Paulson is the woman's name from American crime story i think she's great yeah i don't yeah i'll see this what i, I just want to see what this is because just to see what the hell this is yeah i'm so confused by it and then yeah i think that covers it that's all the news because uh, as we're having this conversation san diego comic-con is still under uh, you know happening so yep. who knows what comes at, what the news will come out later in the day yeah and of course really this is just the, the you know the, the kind of the trailer stuff and whatnot there's still yep. all the other other comic stuff coming out you know it's, it's san diego there's all kinds of crazy shit apparently marvel yeah, was, marvel is doing um group therapy sessions for people who have been traumatized by uh traumatized by infinity war by the ending like tongue and cheek therapy sessions, right? Yes. Okay. No, like, like you, cool. it, it, like no, like they bring they're bringing people in in groups. And you talk about Infinity War, and then you get to watch a uh, deleted scene from the Blu-ray, and then you get a T-shirt, uh-huh. and there's a there's a big like Hulk that you can have a group hug with. Got it. Okay, that's cute. No, it's it's really I think really entertaining. That's cute. Um, yeah, they're doing that. There was one. Other, there was another good one that was going on. I'm trying to remember what it is now. Um, that I thought found that Marvel was doing. Yeah, I couldn't get anywhere near the convention center because, like, three years ago, I told you I kind of snuck in and got pretty deep, and then and then got and then someone gave me a pass. But now, like, their security is way locked down tight. I'm sure it was. It was really good. I was trying to find a way in. I was like, oh, yep. nope, not this time. All right, so what have you been into? But two then? of our buddies, Ruka. Well, oh, well, um, the model, putting the models back together. I'd like to get back into doing the models. Um, been doing some research on some games, but haven't got a chance to play any of them. I the Steam sale is over a couple weeks. I, I think I told you I was playing Warhammer Two 
super into that. Lizardmen army, awesome. Just, just not a, ma just no one's a match for them. Just take, it takes an entire army of black orcs just to slow us down, and even then they don't stop us. Uh, man, that's a lot of fun. Oh, uh, and that's really about. Boy, I, I thought I had more, but evidently I don't. <laughs> but yeah, right now it's the modeling. It's just uh, buying the Games Workshop paints and and putting. I really, I actually bought another model. I got the the USS Missouri, put that together, and then um put to, uh, bought the USS Ticonderoga, uh, the aircraft carrier. Nice. Uh, also, I don't. Uh, did I mention last time I was actually trying to get back into open table miniatures, like playing them? Yes, you did talk about that. So I, there was a game. Was one of the games you played was Volley and Bayonet. So I actually looked up the rule set for it online to see if I could just buy the book because you know sometimes even if I don't like the game there's some rules I can steal from it and add it to my own like Command and Colors game just to make it more fun just for the hell of it uh that game was going for $750 used on Amazon what yeah I was like well I don't like it that much and then there was a, a naval combat game, which I actually think you and I might think about getting into because it was again open table but it really wasn't that bad. I played it with a group of the my my historical gaming group on Tuesday, and uh, it was it's called General Quarters, and it's like a one twenty. You could play at different scales, but it's a it's a World War II naval combat game, and like there were eight guys, and we got the game done in three hours. Which I know to people who are uninitiated, that sounds awful, but for a miniature game where there were eight players, Andrew will tell you that's a pretty darn good time. Right. So you can only imagine how quickly it could go with just two players, particularly if they know what they're doing. So I looked that game up, and I couldn't find a rule book. The best I could get was the the company offered a loose leaf rule book, and I was like, "This is getting weird." That is so weird. So that's what I've been into, but I'm just not sure how into it I'm gonna get. I mean, I've seen so that right with now, I've seen that kind of thing with um, like role playing games. Like I have, mm -hmm. I've gotten a bunch of stuff on Drive Through RPG, so I've got a couple of different role playing games, and I bought bought them PDF. Yeah. And then I'll I'll print off the uh, I'll print off the the rules, and I'll just put them in a Right, like a three-ring right, binder. Right. right. But uh, yeah, for for like a miniature game, that's just weird. Call me all fashion, because so there's this website that I was made aware of called Wargame Vault, which is just just full of wargame rule sets that you can get on PDF and print out. But call me old fashioned, I want the book. I want a bound book, glossy pages that is durable that I can take and read, and you know what I mean. I do and I and don't. That's what I would like. I like I, that. I mean, that's just I'm just I love it. No, I love it too. I don't love love paying seventy bucks for it though. I agree with that, right? There, there, I, I I see where you're coming from, uh, and. I know what you're thinking. I think you're thinking more along the lines of those giant jumbo Warhammer fantasy battle Warhammer. Um, I'm also talking 40K. about like role playing role playing books. Like the reason I got the PDFs, it was twenty bucks for a PDF. It was uh -huh. sixty or seventy for an actual physical yeah. rule, rule no. book, and I'm like, I don't, sure. I don't. Especially for something I'm not like, yeah, I'm definitely going to use this. No, I see where you're coming from with that. I get I get that. But I was thinking, like, I will pay, like you said, I will pay 20 or 30 bucks for a rule set. Like, I have the um, this, this game, I think it's called Triumph of Nations or something. It's, it's a Napoleonic rule set done by Osprey Games. I think I only paid 20 bucks for it. It was a hard, but it was glossy pages. It was a hard, it was um, a hard cover. I was like, okay, yeah, I, I'll do that. Oh, no, something, something like that, absolutely. I mean, like, and, like, I'll go out and pick up like used like old copies of of um role-playing game rules so yeah, like, i do the same thing i have, I have the whole rule set of war Warmaster. remember Warmaster, the 15 millimeter fantasy games workshop games i actually don't 
Oh yeah, that was a thing. It was they had two of them. They had Epic 40K, which was the 15 millimeter 40K version, and then War Master, which was the 15 millimeter fantasy version. No, I had um no, like I picked up the whole um saga edition of Star Wars role playing oh, from Wizards yes. of the Coast, and I mean all of those books were out of print by the time I started picking them up. Right. And I mean, I think I think there were like two books I paid like 50 or 60 bucks for because they were like the really hard to find ones. It was like the starships. And the actually right. no, the starships I got for like twenty bucks you but like oh, okay. yeah I was like it was one that was one of those like eighty bucks like I'm not paying eighty bucks for this fucking book and right. then I just I like get, I just waited long enough and found it but I think like the Knights of the Old Republic uh, source book I think I paid like sixty bucks for it was funny with General Quarters th- these the guys that were playing it had like what looked like pamphlets like you know eight and a half by five pamphlets. I was like, I'll get those. I don't. They don't have to be. They don't have to be pretty. I just want them. I would like them physically printed, like by a professional printer. Right. You know, loose. Then if I'm gonna, especially if I'm gonna order them from you and pay forty bucks, they better come bound. I'm not giving you forty bucks for something loose leaf. You got to be kidding me. That's just silly. Right. So I don't know. It's just me ranting and raving about that kind of stuff. So, uh, and I'm certainly not paying seven hundred and fifty dollars for a rule set just to have it. I mean, no, no game is worth that to me. No. Even like there's these crazy ass board games i forgot what baruch was telling me about there's some board game out there that if you bought it and all the expansions you've dropped 700 dollars. it's like i don't think i like board games that much yeah i don't know i don't like there's certainly expensive board game out there i have paid for but uh, no no so yeah that that's it for me let's see so so uh this this or i guess yesterday was uh was the kid's first birthday so mm-hmm. a i have a ton of family in the house which is great because I don't get yeah. to see my family all that often, but also, like, there's six adults and two infants. So, like, this is yeah. the first time alone I've had in, like, four days. Oh, that's, yeah. So that's a little, that's a little tough. Um, In addition to that, like, you know, it was just crazy trying to get the uh, the house set up. Mm-hmm. You know, get it clean, get all the food prepped, everything. Um, Party was a lot of fun. We had a great time. Um, So that was that was really fun. But, uh, you know, it's a lot of work. So we're, we're just kind of taking the day to relax. Went to, like, a, went to a seafood buffet place with my folks today so that was that was nice i ate you know way more than i should yeah watch the kid just like shoving fish into his mouth it was really funny <laughs> um so that but then on uh, on top of that i picked up on uh prime day i picked up the complete series of the original transformers cartoon Ooh. so i'm going through that that's a that's actually a lot of fun to watch also just watching how how much of just epic idiot starscream and megatron actually are <laughs> Yeah. Especially Starscream. Like, every time Megatron has a plan that might possibly work, nine times out of ten, it's Starscream who fucks it up. Um, we picked up Ticket to Ride last week. Haven't had a chance to play it yet, but we're looking... I might maybe do that today, maybe that tomorrow. Uh, and then actually, this evening, Becky and I are going to go finally see uh, Incredibles 2, mm. which we're both really excited to see. And then, uh, I hope also for Prime Day, we picked up the uh, Lego Incredibles video game for for a PlayStation. So I got to run out and go get another uh, PS3 or PS4 controller. And then she and I are going to hang out and play that at some point. Sounds like fun. Yeah, I'm excited about it. So, all right, folks, if you like what we do, make sure you head over to thereforegeek.com. You check out our blog posts and our podcast. And you can find this podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, and YouTube and Stitcher. So once again, I'm Andrew. I'm Dude. And you've been listening to Therefore I Geek.